Coming up, Ford signs another sprint car team to campaign its engine. CJB is keeping Spencer based him. Scott Bloomquist, difficult road ahead. And did Jake Swanson get fired? Let's go. It's Monday, November 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I want to jump back to some news that came out on Saturday at World Finals with the Rudine 26 team announcing they were going uh, all in on a deal for Ford engines for 2024. Ford's sprint car engines have been in development for several seasons now, but outside of Tony Stewart Racing, hadn't really been used by many other teams. We know the McCandless 29 team used Ford Power at various points this season and that the 26 experimented with them down the stretch. The speed they found with the blue oval under the hood seemed to propel them to that all-star championship. Wins at Sealands Grove, Port Royal, Fremont, and Eldora late in the year helped push Zeb Wise just clear of Tyler Courtney at the end. And Zeb went on to the win uh, to win that Saturday night outlaw show at Port Royal as well. World Finals obviously came to a bit of a scary end, but there's no reason to think this team won't continue to be fast into next year, whether that means a jump to high limit or some other version of a schedule. With crew chief Tyler Tessamaker and Zeb really finding their footing, the Ford engine added just a little bit of extra performance to that team. But the success Rudine had with Ford was a stark comparison to what we've seen the last few seasons from Dottie Schatz and the TSR-15. I've had dozens of comments on my shows in recent years about the problems for Donnie, with many saying if they just switched back to Chevy Power, things would just automatically be fixed. And maybe that's true. But let's not forget that Donnie has won races with the Ford engines, including the Knoxville Nationals in 2022 and the Kings Royal this year. And the strong results from Zeb and Rudim seem to indicate maybe the Ford engines aren't as bad as some people want to think they are. This is an interesting example here of perception. On one side, these engines caused a spark that propelled a team to a title. And on the other, they're viewed as the sole reason one of the greatest ever has struggled to compete. In a piece at SprintCarUnlimited.com, Jeremy Elliott says, despite some rumors, Rudin and TSR will remain separate teams for next year. But there will be some measure of cooperation. Shaver will continue to build the Ford pieces, providing engines for TSR and the 26. Now drop me a comment below. Let me know what you think about this situation with the Ford engines and this kind of difference uh, that we have in perceptions with these two sides. Uh, before we move on, I know a bunch of you in my audience are pretty active on Facebook. And I'm working right now to kind of ramp up the Dirt Tracker Facebook page for you guys. The page has been in existence since the beginning of this project, but I've not done a great job in keeping it filled up with good stuff. Moving forward, uh, and actually, I've kind of started this already. You'll see me posting more often over there, including when you know when shows drop each day, like I had been. But I'm also going to do episode clips and other content like photos. If you don't already, head over to Facebook.com/slash/DirtTracker and like and follow that page. My hope is to continue to find ways to make it as easy as possible for you guys to keep up with everything that's going on across dirt racing. Oh, we talked yesterday on the show about the future for CJB Motorsports and driver Spencer Baston. Rumors recently pointed to that team possibly looking for a new driver to fill the seat of the five car for 2024, especially as Spencer Basin hadn't really made improvements from his first year to year two as a full-time outlaw driver. In 2022, it was two wins and 41 top 10s in 72 races, while this year it was one win and 41 top 10s in 73 races. Eighth in the outlaw standings both years, but a step back in all of the major averages in the stack categories. The five had a worse average finish, a worse average start, and a dramatically worse qualifying average in 2023 versus 2022. That qualifying average was something like a four-position difference. We've discussed some teams struggling this year with a change to the new Hoosier Sprint Car tire, and it's possible this group was one affected by that swap. 
But either the rumors here weren't true or the team decided in recent days to keep things the same. In the midst of the World of Outlaws banquet last night, CJB shared to social media that Basin will remain in the car next year. Their post didn't mention anything about series or schedule plans, but I still think this team is a candidate to flip from the Outlaws to high limit on a full-time basis for 2024. Uh, we'll see who else Brad and, and Kyle and all of the high limit people can get to uh, swap over to them for next season. Uh, for my late model guys, uh, if you're a Flow Racing or a Dirt on Dirt member, I'd encourage you to go check out the recent piece from Kyle McFadden about Scott Bloomquist and his recent return to competition. After sitting out most of 2023 with various ailments, including prostate cancer, numbness in his right foot and leg and back and shoulder issues, Bloomer was back in a car at Eldora for the Dirt Track World Championship. He ended that event 7th in a B-Main, missing out on a feature transfer. And just a week later, there was a chatter, uh, there was chatter he would be at East Alabama for the National 100, but despite his car being there, it was Richie Stevens in the seat and not Bloomquist. But we're winding to last week at Charlotte. Bloomquist was signed in for World Finals, ended up running all four days. He even shocked the sport with a quick time for Friday's portion of the event. He missed the Thursday feature, but rode that quick time to a 7th on Friday. Backed it up with another feature appearance Saturday and a 15th place result. It was easily the best pace we've seen from him in a long time, going back maybe as many as two years. And he did all of it with a broken left foot that was suffered in advance of Eldora. In Kyle's lengthy piece, Bloomquist addresses a lot of his struggles, talks the dirt lay model tire, and still somehow found more ways to take shots at Ricky Thornton Jr. I don't know what RTJ did to this guy. Uh, he maintains that he's not done racing yet, but besides dealing with his now broken foot, he also needs imminent shoulder surgery, which could sideline him another four or five months. And he admitted to Kyle that he has mounting financial issues. I know he wants to come back to regular competition and under the right circumstances can obviously still be fast, but it's clear that the near future for Bloomer is going to remain difficult and the path riddled with obstacles. Uh, one other note for you today, and actually more of a question. Did Team AZ axe Jake Swanson from their sprint car team? This past weekend at Cocopa, Days and Pursley swept the Western World features in the 21 AZ. And I thought maybe this was a one-off deal, you know, for, for a USAC CRA event, uh, you know, out West. But Swanson was also at Cocopa driving the JFM 73 car. Swanson ended the USAC national sprint car season fourth in the final standings and into the summer was in the mix for the championship. At one point, he had six straight podiums, which included three victories. There were definitely some ups and downs through the season, but they finished strong with a seventh at Eldora and a third at Lawrenceburg. Neither Team AZ or Swanson, uh, you know, appears to have addressed this move publicly anywhere, but it looks as though they've split. Hope Jake is able to find a new deal if this is indeed the case, and you'd hope he'd have some suitors coming off of a year where he had five USAC national wins, finished top five in the standings. I definitely think Jake is a good guy, you know, and a good one for the future if you're looking for a driver. Uh, that's it for the daily show today. The streaming schedule is quiet, but there will be a few things uh, on it in the coming days. Uh, there is some karting action now going on, some of the indoor stuff as we get into the offseason. Uh, but we're not done racing yet. We still got uh, some late model stuff, low series, and some other things coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, so uh, pay attention here, too. You can find it uh, that streaming schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. I uh, hope you guys have a great Monday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.